All right. We're back with another episode of Swag Tier. I'm Steven. And I'm Megan. And we're recording even more remotely than usual <laughs> this week since I am home visiting my parents in Texas and Steven is still in New York. Uh, so we apologize for any difference in quality of recording since I did not bring my fancy setup with me. Yeah, it's okay. It's heavy. Luggage costs a lot of money these days. <laughs> so it's the holiday season, and uh, that's why I'm home, obviously, visiting my parents. Mm -hmm. uh, and Caitlin did not come with me, although she will be joining me later. Oh. So, oh. When, when is she joining you? The 28th. Hmm, interesting. So is this like a half at hers, half at yours split? Well, I mean, like she's doing Christmas with her family, which I, you know, in retrospect, I probably should have just gone with her. But like we got together, I think, like too late in the year to have that kind of fly, like to, for me to skip out on Christmas with my family, because that would have been my first Christmas away from home. And... I don't think my parents would have been down for that. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I, if I had pushed for it, I don't, you know, I'm an adult. They wouldn't have been like, no. But I think they would have been sad. And particularly considering the, the fact that grandma passed away recently, that mm. I should probably okay. be home. How many months have you and Kate been together? So in December, we just celebrated our three-month anniversary. What? It's only been three months? Yep. It has only been three months. It feels like... A lifetime yeah and not like in a bad way Jeez, wait three <sighs> yeah i really i can't believe it's only been three months because i mean like honestly i can't even remember what it was like before <laughs> which is it's weird. especially because like we're not spending the holidays together like that feels unnatural too even though we've never spent the holidays together before it's weird mm -hmm. <laughs> interesting yeah so uh since we were doing Christmas apart, we did our Christmas together first, like before, like last Monday mm -hmm. or something like that. So we did our gift giving. And um, one of the presents that Caitlin got from her friend down in Florida was a bath bomb. And I don't know if everybody knows what a bath bomb is. Like I had vaguely. I don't really take baths. So I yeah. don't know what that is. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I mean, like I had only vaguely heard of it before, but I've never used one. So it's just a fizzy thing that you put in the bath. I don't know if it actually has like soap in it or if there's some that have soap in them or what, but like usually they have like smells to them. Okay. It just, it's not meant to explode. It's not like tossing a Mentos in a Coke. No, um, I mean, yes and no. Like, you put it in the bath and it fizzes and, like, bubbles and smells funky. And, like, there's definitely sound to <laughs> it, but it's certainly not an explosion. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah, well. So this bath bomb was kind of a neat bath bomb. I mean, I'm as I said, I'm not very educated on bath bombs. I don't know what they're normally like. But this one was um, a Pokeball. And Ooh. when it finished dissolving, a little toy pokemon came out of it okay that's pretty cute yeah so like i was trying to guess i was like what pokemon is this like i was like i'm not gonna look at it i'm just gonna who is that pokemon it's pikachu god damn it <laughs> ah! so i'm guessing and of course it was one of the like later generations so the ones that i'm not quite oh, as familiar mm. with and so i had no idea what this was i assumed it would just be one of the 150 because like right that's a classic hmm Right, and this one was a totally random Pokemon. It was 
Lipard. Wait, Lipard? Yeah, Lipard. Okay, whatever. It evolves from. Oh my god, I just. Bipard? No. Uh, I just looked this up the other day, and now I can't remember what this thing's called. Purloin. It evolves from purloin. <laughs> so it's a cat. My favorite. I see. I see. <laughs> and it's kind of like a leopardy type thing. Okay, so we finally come full circle back onto the Meowth stealing coins kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was really hoping for a psychic, but it didn't come. <laughs> Maybe on Etsy we can find something. Yeah, maybe on Etsy. Look for this one in particular. So I'd be interested to find out, like, which Pokemon come out of, like, what are the available Pokemons that come out of this right. thing? Like, like, how many exactly are they offering? Right. So hmm. I don't know. I'd have to, I guess, ask her friend. Or maybe I can just Google it. Pokemon yeah. Bath Bomb. P- Pokemon Bath Bomb? Maybe I can Google it on my clacky clacky keyboard. Sure. And while you do that... I will tell you, I would never in a million years buy another one of these bath bombs. (laughs) (laughs) We were just about to talk about Alice Roy, owner of the Etsy shop Fizzy Fairy Apothecary, uh, who lives in Eureka, California. 16,000 sales and her bath bombs. Well, that's probably 16,000 unhappy customers. (laughs) So we put this bath bomb in. And it smelled fine. Like, it was kind of a strawberry, like, cherry smell. And the bath water was kind of red, obviously. Then, all of the sudden, my nipples start burning like the fire of a thousand suns. <laughs> Nothing else on my body hurt, but, like, just my nipples were, like, on fire. Like, someone Ooh. lit a match right underneath them. And I was like, what is going on? So, me and Kate are, like, in the bath, and I'm, like, screaming. Is, is she... Is she feeling the same thing too? Yes. Her nipples started burning too. Well, she said it was just her right one, but I don't know. That's. So I'm like, oh my God, like, what is this? And Frisbee's over here trying to lick the bath water. (laughs) And I'm like, don't drink that because if it hurts my nipples, it's going to hurt you in your stomach and probably your butthole. Frisbee, no. The the power of a thousand suns. The power of a thousand suns. Is within this bath. You don't want that in your mouth or your intestines or your butt. So it was a very strange sensation. I don't know why that happened and why it was like localized to my nipples, but it was awful. Oh, I would love to take that out of context. (laughs) (laughs) So presentation, cool. Smell, cool. Like Pokemon in a bath bomb, cool. But overall experience, bleh. I'd love to read, like, the reviews on these. Can you review on Etsy? Yes. So what so did the reviews clearly say? Clearly, we're going we're gonna to give two nipples down. <laughs> two nipples burn the F off. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure there are a few vendors. Uh, this may not be the actual one uh, you, you bought from. Um, this one is Pokeball Bath Bomb with a Pokemon inside. Okay, sure. <laughs> I don't see any uh, <laughs> Purloin evolution. The one, the Pokemon it's showing are Torchic, Magne- Magnetite, and Abra. But hmm, we'll poke Kate and trace it back. I feel like that's a random selection of Pokemon too. Right, it's not. It's almost all Gen One. It's not like Pikachu and Squirtle and like. Yeah, who 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 is like 
Oh, I'm so glad I got that magnetite. My, my bath bomb. No offense, magnetite lovers, but... Mm. Kind of a weird, not that popular Pokemon. Right. I, I would have chosen Pikachu and the starters. Right. Everyone loves Pikachu and the starters. Yep. Even like the evolutions, like a Charizard or yeah. a Blastoise would have been cool too. It's very iconic. Right. Or a Mew or something. Magnetite is not iconic. Yeah. I mean, that's like... I'm trying to think of a really random one. Lickitung. <laughs> Lickitung, great. Farfetch. A, a Jinx. Mr. Mime. <laughs> Mr. Mime. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> so after that two nipples down bath bomb experience, <laughs> I'm hesitant for to try another bath bomb. <laughs> well, I mean, what was... I mean, Kate seems like a person who has experienced bath bombs before. Yes. What was her reaction to all of this? Like surprise? Oh my god, this is insane. How did this happen or not again? <laughs> it was definitely not not again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't the reaction that I would have expected. It wasn't like great shock like me, like what the hell is going on? It was just kind of like, "Hmm, that doesn't feel good. I wonder why that's happening." <laughs> Please Look. stop. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure the situation you're in was very unique, but if someone if someone lit a candle underneath my nipples, my reaction would have been very, very distressed. Not just, <laughs> hmm, that's unpleasant. Maybe this should stop. <laughs> well, remember, our nipples are made to be bitten and sucked on by infants so maybe ours are a little tougher <laughs> oh god <laughs> i i'm not sure if we're coming up with a fantastic title for this episode or <laughs> if this is becoming an explicit episode <laughs> both <laughs> i mean i think we already found the title which is two nipples down <laughs> two nipples down yep <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> so, after that, I'm not sure I want to do Pokemon again for a little while either. You know, uh, I was in the Nintendo store in New York City last weekend. And I gotta say, every time I walk in there and I go by the rack of Pokemon plushies, I feel I feel like an old man. Old? I was gonna say, do you feel old? Not only because I'm surrounded by kids, but also because I don't know any of these Pokemon anymore. And so, you know, I haven't played, I haven't played since Gold and Silver. And oh, God, that is a while. Yeah, I mean, I, I know the starters from X and Y, I think. Actually. Scratch that. I'm trying to think about which they are, and I'm pretty sure I don't remember any of them. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I remember. <laughs> God, you actually played these games. I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. How did this happen? Was that one? Was that Froakie and? That's that sounds Chess like pin? a Pokemon. <laughs> that sounds like a Pokemon. Okay, we're not getting anywhere <laughs> with this. So you feel old, and what else is going on? Because I'll I'll look at these Pokemon. I'll be like, I don't know who that is, but all these kids are going Gaga over it. And then I'll have to ask my friend Kimberly, and she'll just snap it off. I'll be like, 
oh, Kimberly, what's that one? And then she'll be like, oh, it's uh, Froki Psychic. And <laughs> and then I like, I will feel like a parent in that moment where I know this is a game my kids like. I know this is a game that's pretty hot. And I know that's from a game, but I don't know who that is. And I just, I'm only mildly interested because it's something she's interested in. Also, it's a cute plushie, but... Yeah. So, you have a speed dating story, I believe, that might be relevant <laughs> to this conversation, and I'm not sure if that's something you're comfortable sharing on air, but... I'm, I'm okay sharing it. Okay, then... Wow, that's, that pulls me back. <laughs> pulls me back to the days of lore, or your? <laughs> the days <laughs> <What> of is... <laughs> your. The days of or. Wow, that, I mean... That's way far back. Back in my mining days. Oh, God. <laughs> Me and my colloquialisms. I'm so good. That We are full of good titles this episode. The Days of Ore. The Days of Ore. Well, and now we have a new cradle to rock and horse to kick in the mouth and ore to mine. Great. Oh, my God. Echoes of Ore past. <laughs> So, oh, you know, I, I forget which year this was. Um, it was either, it was probably 2013, maybe 2014. Yeah, I was going to guess 14, so somewhere around there. Yeah, I think 2014. So this was a speed dating event held at New York Comic Con. And this was the first speed dating event I've I've ever been to. It was free with admission to New York Comic Con. You just had to... Uh, wait in line. Oh, no. Oh, wait. No, no, no. You actually had to pay for this. And I actually had to register early because, you know, New York Comic Con, the the gender demographic is skewed towards men. So all things considered, you will get more male applicants to anything than female applicants. And so while men had a waiting list, they they needed to pull in extra girls. Um, they did not have enough with sort of normal event attrition and no-shows to even match the number of paid attendees that, uh, the number of paid male attendees that had signed up and showed up and were waiting on the wait list. So they actually didn't have room for me either. I had to get on that wait list. But I was fortunate enough to be traveling with, I think it was three girls at the time. And... They they kind of extorted the staff at this event. They they saw that I was I was on the wait list and I wasn't even necessarily getting in. And so they, they marched up to the front desk and they said, Hey, you know, can you let our friend in? He was the one who told all three of us about this event. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't even be here. You know, if he's not here, like, why are we even here? We're only here because he's here. If he's not getting in, maybe we'll just leave, all three of us. And I was like, oh, my God, this is this is very intense. Um, I didn't really ask for this. but <laughs> I would have totally done that, too, to get you in. I mean, that's like well, a monopoly that they it. have, right? Yes, they had all the power. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like three, three girls not getting in would have – it was uh, a 30 
30 guys, 30 girls event, that's losing 10%. 10%. Yay, Matt. We did it right. And we did it fast. Yeah. God. <laughs> Our degrees were worthwhile. We didn't have to compare it to a graph this time. <laughs> God. So they managed to slip me in. And I'm so glad they did because there were so many good stories. The story that Megan was referring to, uh, I affectionately called the Pokemon trainer story. This is one of my favorite stories of all time. You could also say it's the Pokemon villain story. That's true. So we're, we're about halfway into the speed dates. So, you know, 15 people, and each date is three minutes. You introduce yourself, and you just talk about whatever you want for three minutes. They ring a bell, and you move on. Now, uh, I sit in front of this girl. She is uh, sort of a light tan skin and thin build, pretty cute. And she's wearing a homemade Pokemon outfit, which is simple, but it also works really well. So cosplay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was cosplaying as a Pokemon trainer. I'm not sure which one. And that was the problem. <laughs> and she has this cute Fennekin plushie. See, I know some Pokemon. So I use the whole ensemble as a conversation starter. And I say, um, oh, so you're a Pokemon trainer. And she just gives me this ice cold stare. No smile. And just says, I'm not a Pokemon trainer. And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> holy shit. Oh, whoops. <laughs> now there are three things that make me curse. <laughs> and I, I back up and I, I'm like, well, in my head, I'm like, you're clearly a Pokemon trainer, girl. You're holding a Fennekin. You're dressed as a Pokemon trainer. You have a Pokeball in your lap. But <laughs> this isn't Digimon, right? <laughs> no, I did not confuse Fennekin and Agumon. <laughs> Good. Did you just make that up? Agumon? No, Agumon, that's one of the OG Digimon. Oh. from the original. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. I know my Digimon. All I know is the Digimon theme song because Joey used to sing it to me to annoy the crap out of me. <laughs> Digimon, digital monsters. <laughs> That's how it sounded. <laughs> and so I'm backing up mentally. I may have even backed up in my chair. <laughs> but I'm very polite and I, I say, oh, uh, I'm sorry. I, you know, I just saw the Pokemon and she said, I'm a Pokemon villain. And now I'm like, all right, what? And I'm trying to hold myself back from saying, girl, Pokemon villains also train their Pokemon. (laughs) That's what I would have (laughs) said. And therefore, transitively, they are also Pokemon trainers. Oh, transitivity. (laughs) One of my favorite math properties. (laughs) But again... (laughs) I'm very polite. I don't want to get into a semantics war. <laughs> so I say, oh, uh, sorry. You know, I, I haven't kept up with the series. I just saw the Fennekin. You know, I, I haven't played since uh, Silver, really. And then she says, if you haven't played since Silver, how do you know that this is a Fennekin? Because Fennekin was from, what was it, Black and White? Maybe, but... <laughs> Apparently you live under a rock and don't get on the internet, so since you've never played Ted Silver, you obviously don't know about any other Pokemon ever. <laughs> yeah, God forbid I'm connected with geek culture 
and occasionally I learn things about games I don't play and media I don't consume. So how did you answer this um, this confrontational question? <sighs> okay, so I'm here, like, I've already, like, not only backed up in my chair, I'm basically at the other side of the room at this point. And I... I I just like squeeze out an answer and I'm like, oh, you know, um, you know, I, even though I haven't played the games, uh, I still keep up with the cute starter Pokemon. And if this was an anime, I would totally be laughing hysterically at nothing and like scratching my head with one hand behind my head. And a sweat and, drop. Yeah. And I'm just like, like a, a waterfall of sweat drops from my head. In reality, I'm smiling and trying to keep engaged and interested in this conversation because she is cute um, and clearly geeky, but she's giving me nothing. <laughs> and thankfully, before she has a chance to leap up in her seat and point a finger at me and call me a pokey fraud, <laughs> the three minutes are up and that bell mercifully rings so that I can thank her for her time I move on to the next seat, and I quickly make a note on my cheat sheet, no chemistry. Not her. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the most tense speed dating situation I've ever been in. Uh, I really felt like I was on trial, and I needed to defend everything I was saying. Even though, come on, she was a Pokemon trainer. Get with it. Oh, that would have been so fun for me. I would have gone to battle for those semantics for the rest of those three <laughs> minutes. There would have been no chance for her to ask me how I knew who Fennekin was. You would have passed up the next couple of dates to just be like, okay, wait, hold on. Let me finish this first. To keep arguing with her and telling her why she was wrong. And then I yeah. probably would have gone to the speed dating guys and paid them myself and been like, I had such a good time. <laughs> I got to tell someone off. <laughs> to tell someone they were wrong <laughs> i got a nit nitpick about what they said and i was right <laughs> oh i'm so jealous of how much fun you had <laughs> so of course in the moment i'm like oh my god what just happened but now that i retell the story it's it's hilarious and well worth the price of admission <laughs> yeah that's the only I, I guess I shouldn't say the only, but it, to me, like, it feels like that's kind of like a, I'm trying to find the right words, but like a characteristic of geek culture to be really <laughs> like pedantic about things like that. Like, no, I'm not a trainer. I'm a villain. Like, girl, come on. Right. And I figured that maybe I was missing some Pokemon lingo. Like, oh, only like, like Pokemon trainers with a capital T are the main characters. Um, but no, the word trainer is applies to everybody. Yeah, if you have a Pokemon and you're training it and it is even like has one experience point more than it did when you got it, you're a trainer. <laughs> so so coming back to my friend Kimberly, wow, she's getting a lot of shout outs. This is a Pokemon heavy episode. She recognized the girl as from Team Magma. And Kimberly even went a step further and said that Team Magma isn't even from the same game or region as Fennekin. So, thematically, she shouldn't even be able to have a Fennekin. She should have a different kind of fire Pokemon with her. Mm. 
So this girl's just wrong all around. <laughs> I hate her. Man. <laughs> I miss those speed, speed dating days. The second time I went speed dating was not as exciting. And they actually moved speed dating off-site to a completely separate event for the third year. So I didn't even bother going. Mm. I only have one speed dating experience, uh, also at a convention. And that was also not very exciting. I don't think I have any, like, really good stories from it. There was one girl that was, like, really into cats, which was an automatic turnoff for me. Like, she was dressed <laughs> like a cat. She spent her three minutes talking about a cat. She Maybe multiple cat cats. Yeah, <laughs> there was probably in, in her bag. A, a cat in her purse. I don't know. <laughs> and she ended up giving me her number at the end, and I was, I did not match with her or call her. Wow. <laughs> But my speed dating experience, like, overall was pretty similar to Steven's. Wait, in... oh, so that's, that's a MAGFest event, right? No, it was not. I oh. did this at AwesomeCon in oh, D.C. Right. Um, MAGFest might have it. I don't know. Oh, hey. We should do it. And if Caitlin lets me, I would love to go speed dating. Well, okay. You should not do it. I Why? should do it. It's so fun. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to call anybody. I just want to see how many numbers I get you're you're blocking some other person from getting in no i'm a girl <laughs> and it's totally different in the lgbt community anyway ours was so like yours um there were two there were separate sections there was the straight section and then there was the lgbtq plus section and in the straight section all the guys had to pay all the girls got in free <laughs> and then in the lgbtq plus section everybody got in for free and oh, we didn't even fill hmm. the thing out. Um, okay. And ours was different in the sense that they didn't like split us into who was interested in what and what gender we identified we, as. We just talked to everybody. So hmm. um, made some friends uh, that I don't keep in touch with, obviously. <laughs> um, but we, we did text a little bit afterwards because there was a Korean guy, um, a gay Korean guy that... I talked to and like he was really into k-pop and stuff and so we talked about meeting up at some embassy events later on in uh the year and then we just never ended up doing it and then naturally we our conversation fizzled out but i'm sure if we ran into into each other on the street like we'd totally say hi you know if he's into k-pop there's a chance he was even in the audience at chorus or he would, could have been in the audience at my showcase if he knew somebody else. <laughs> okay, so when we're at MAGFest, uh, we'll look out for, for speed dating events. If if one is going on, I will 100% do it. And, of course, recap with you afterward. Yep. And if one's going on and Caitlin lets me, I will also 100% do it. And then <laughs> let you know what happens. <laughs> All right. Well, that promise... This is a good way to wrap up this episode of Swag Tier. Yo, yo. Oof. Hey, that was really good. Yeah. No toots this time. <laughs> no! <laughs> God damn it, Frisbee. Shut up.